We know that our health care system here in Canada is under a lot of stress. One in five Albertans don't have a, a general uh, a, a physician, a family doctor. Uh, we know that there are shortages all across the board in all sectors when it comes to medicine. 86% of Canadians worried about their health care systems. 86%. So this is something that we're not only dealing with here in the city and in this province. This is nationwide. We've got a big issue. So how do we solve this shortage? Our next guest co-wrote an article for theconversation.com titled, Solving Canada's Shortage of Health Professionals Means Training More of Them and patients have a key role in their education. So what is that key role and how do we train more people and first of all, incentivize more people to go into this sector that 86% of Canadians are worried about? She's an associate professor of nursing at McEwen University. Lisa McKendrick Calder is joining us. Lisa, thanks for making the time. Thank you. So what inspired you uh, to write this article and to do a deep dive into this, to trying to, to, to frame how we can solve this massive shortage that we're seeing all across our country? Yeah, my colleagues and I have been, um, obviously, a lot of the health professions are quite concerned mm-hmm. about the lack of, of uh, students that we have uh, going into programs, the lack of seats, the lack of providers. A lot of the programs have really increased our seat sizes across the board in Canada, and so we have an increased number of students, and that means that these students need learning experiences, and so there's going to be lots and lots of student uh, members from the health professions that are interacting with everybody in our healthcare system. We're going to see a lot more uh, students. So we really all will have some interactions with students in the future. So it's really thinking about that and how are we best able to do that that'll help patients and help our students to learn. Speak, if you can, a little bit, Lisa, to the the shortage as it stands, because we're seeing a shortage kind of across the board in all sectors of medicine. So can you help kind of expand on that a bit? Yeah, I think that the shortage is happening for multiple reasons. Um, the shortage is happening because, one, we have population growth. We have people leaving the profession. Uh, we have a lack of people going into the profession. Um, and we are really concerned. Um, COVID really impacted a lot of people within the health field, and we're losing and not able to retain a lot of our uh, already trained staff. Um, so we really are seeing more shortage from that. A lot of these shortages have been anticipated for a long period of time, but we haven't really done things that have acted on that shortage. So um, combining that not acting enough on the shortage to produce more providers and then also having people not wanting to leave or to stay in the profession has really led to that shortage being worsened and worsened especially as there's increasing needs in the health community. Sure. And then, you know, you have a public that doesn't feel like their needs are are being met and there becomes increased frustration. And of course, a lot of widespread burnout. I'm wondering from your perspective as a professor of nursing, what are concerns that your students are are coming to you with? What are some of the big worries that maybe are are more unique now going into the, the field as it stands versus maybe a few years ago? Yeah, a, a lot of the students are really finding um, that the role of many of the healthcare providers is changing because of the lack of staffing and because of the complexity in just our environments. COVID's changed a lot. So the role of our providers is a lot different, um, for one. Um, and staffing, because we're so short of staff, there's different staffing area and there's a lot of changes in who's doing what. 
a lot of the staff um, in hospital settings, for an example, are finding that they can't provide the care that they wish to provide for their patients because they're so busy and there is a shortage of staff. Um, so they're not able to provide the care they want to, which further exacerbates their desire to leave the profession because it's not the kind of care that they want to provide. Um, that's from our, my nursing perspective and, and other fields as well. Uh, we see a lot of stress and strain. EMS, we've seen a lot of, of that, a lot of need for more EMS training. Um, or more students in the EMS fields to enter the field, as an example. So lots of moral distress with the care that we're able to provide based on the circumstances around us is leading to a lot of people feeling a little uncertain about this and how how they go about their care. Yeah, you kind of then have this big circular problem that just keeps sort of feeding into itself and, and really does need to be addressed in a big way. In the article that you co-wrote, um, you talk about patients having a, a really key role in education of new healthcare professionals. So can you speak to that a bit? Yeah, for sure. So my co-authors and I are all in education and we do education of these undergraduates um, in their health professions training. And what we do with them is we teach them a lot of theoretical things, but they learn a lot from their interactions with patients. All the health professions Pretty much all of them in their curriculums and in what they learn in school is going to be about interacting. I can tell them theoretically it would be like this to care for a patient who has diabetes, but when they talk to someone who has diabetes, they understand it in a much different way. So that integration and that kind of interacting with people, the lived experience of what that means and, and what that is is much different than the theoretical, what we often would teach them in a classroom-like mm -hmm. setting. So that's why we all kind of have a role. Many of us, when we go to health appointments, may interact with students, and we don't even know it's a student that we're interacting with, as an example, too. So um, there's a big role students can learn from the patients. And we also found in our, our looking at the literature that the patients have a lot of benefits from interacting with students as well. Um, and lots of times students will have more time or take more time to engage in the discussion about what their experiences were to have uh, an understanding of that and uh, would take different strategies and have different time allocated to be able to interact with them. Um, so there's benefits to both students and to patients and, and to all of us when we interact with students potentially too. I can see how there would be a huge benefit to students, but some some skepticism maybe amongst Canadians. I mean, there's always that feeling that I'm, I'm sure many people have experienced when it's a it's a resident doctor that you're speaking to, for example, uh, versus your physician. And, and maybe that's something that's really not fair that Canadians need to get over. So can you can you address that, that, that maybe yeah. the, the student is someone that is actually qualified enough to be giving you medical advice? Yeah, for sure. One of the things that's really important to think of, and I, I, I have had that feeling before. I know sometimes as a patient, I go in and I'm like, oh, I have a student. <laughs> have a doctor. Where's the doctor? I think we can all relate to that. Um, the students actually have the newest of knowledge that they're getting in the classroom and in their education. So that's one nice thing. And the other thing is that even though we might be interacting with the student, they have supervision and they have people who kind of sign off on what they're doing and what they know. And they have someone who's, um, who they can consult if they don't know something. So you might actually be getting the expertise then of two people, right? The, the physician themselves and then uh, the resident who's, who's engaging with you or like the the physician student um, 
or the the student of any health profession, you might be getting the expertise of both of those, which is actually a benefit to us as well. But again, also in the classroom, we really teach them the newest of the evidence, and sometimes our students actually will teach the um, the health providers in the community about new things that have come into the um, into kind of evidence about certain things as well. So definitely can see why there's a reluctance, um, but also knowing there are those benefits too. But I suppose there's also you know there's a lot to be said about someone who is is looking at something with fresh and really keen optimistic eyes that that wants to that wants to learn and wants to get that hands-on experience so how do we then bring this into to regular practice i imagine that depending on what area of medicine you're going into you're going to start seeing patients as a student at, at maybe a different time versus another different um type of medicine so how do you implement this across the board yeah, so the different programs for the health profession training will have different times that they introduce this, and we introduce it in different ways. Some of our health profession training, we actually ask people to come in and give guest speakers, uh, like to be a guest speaker and talk about specific illness. Uh, sometimes we have uh, patients who volunteer to come into a lab and um, interact with students in the classroom setting. But the bulk of the experiences, I would say, for the most part, are things that happen in clinical environments. So like in the hospital for patients who are in the hospital, or in doctor's office clinics. At the pharmacy, when we go to pick up our medication, it might be a student that um, that is able or that comes to talk to us about the new medication that we're trying. So we will find we see them in so many different places um, and can interact with them in so many different places. So a lot of our role is um, patients is actually just going to be to respond to that student and to um, ask the questions and to just be a patient like we would normally do. And sometimes they may have more questions for us than another, um, like a, a, a practicing health physician for a long or a profession for a long time. Um, but kind of just to engage with that and know that we're making a difference for their learning. Lisa, thanks so much for uh, a great idea. I think we need so much more of that, especially when we're considering so many Canadians worried about healthcare in this country. So really appreciate your article and you making time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Have a great day.